0: Hello, hello, welcome to Today, This is actually the Weekly Briefly. It's, uh, I, I don't even know. What episode is this? 57, 58, 59? Something like that. It's uh, whatever it is. It's Friday, March 6th, 2015. And today I want to talk about Mondays, like the case of the Mondays. And uh, here, here's my here's my premise. I think that the reason people dislike Monday is because they've wasted the 48 hours during their weekend. So the you know, Saturday, Sunday, leading up to Monday, they didn't get any true rest, and thus they never recharged, right? So they're you actually end up more worn out on Monday than uh, than you were on Friday evening because you spent the weekend, quote-unquote, resting, but actually, possibly, you were vegging out, doing something else. I, I don't mean you, I mean them uh man me honestly seriously resting what the heck so okay let's let's start off with this really cool ben franklin quote and then we're just gonna dive right and i love this quote he says when men are employed they are best contented for on the days they were working they were good natured and cheerful and with the consciousness of having done a good day's work they spent the evening jollily but on our idle days they were mutinous and quarrelsome So the idea that idleness doesn't necessarily equal rest, right? it's, It's not recharging our mind. It's not recharging our body. It's not recharging our emotions. So let's define rest as what it is. It's time taken to relax, to refresh, and to recover strength. So if your energy, your attitude, your motivation, if these things are suffering, then ideally after you've rested... After you've taken time to recover your strength, then you'll see an improvement in your energy, your attitude, or your motivation. Right? You're tired. You have a bad ad- attitude. You're, you're not feeling motivated. I just need to rest. Right? I just need to recharge. I need to recover my strength. I need to recover my physical uh, energy strength. I need to recover my attitude. I need to you know get back into. I'm in a funk. I need to be in a positive attitude. I need to re you know recover my motivational strength. Right? So you you, you rest. And then you should see an improvement there, like your, your attitude, your energy, your motivation should be improved. It should be better, right? Well, let's, let's think about this. Average American watches five or more hours of television every day. In fact, some reports—that's on the conservative side, right? Five hours is actually conservative. Some reports say that uh, people will watch as much as seven to eight hours. I just read a report this morning that says sixty-one percent of people who watch Netflix will binge-watch their television shows. Uh, you know, it's based on like a fifteen-hundred-person survey. Uh, you know, watching two or more uh, episodes of their their show uh, when they watch a show, they they watch at least two in a row. Uh, so. You're watching hours and hours of television every day, average American, and uh, and average American spends two hours per day on social media, including you know Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So we got television and social media. Uh, in moderation, I think these things are fine, right? Like I, you know, my wife and I have a show that we'll we'll watch and we'll usually watch a few episodes every week. Uh, you know, and you know, you watch a movie, you're hanging out like this stuff is great. Like there's, there's, you know, it's enjoyable. It's entertaining. Uh, it can be super, uh, informative, you know, some really, really amazing documentaries out there. So this stuff in moderation is fine. Uh, but we live in this culture of excess, where you know we don't. Yeah, moderation, sh- moderation, right? Give me my five hours of television uh, while I'm checking Facebook simultaneously. Like that's that's the that's the pattern. That's the habit uh, that is is pretty average, pretty common. Uh, so here's here's kind of my informed observation about. Uh, resting wrongly. Cause my, my, my thought is that, you know, we're tired. We come home, we watch television. This is not the best use of our time. Not the most productive use and also not the the healthiest use. Like it's not true rest. Like we we watch five hours of TV oh, and then we finally collapse in into bed and then repeat the process. Right? So here's, here's my informed observation is uh, the start of the day. We start the day uh, we go to work, and you know, a lot of us we are doing this knowledge work stuff where a lot of us are in front of screens all day, uh, you know, answering emails or, or pushing pixels or writing, uh, doing administrative work, whatever it may be, right? So, you know, we're doing this knowledge work, we're juggling emails, meetings, interruptions, checking social networks on the side, uh, mostly spending all day, uh, putting out fires, reacting to the urgent issues that arise, etc. Uh, so, this wears you out, right? It makes you mentally exhausted. You've got this, just a drain on your cognitive resources for the day. At the end of the day, uh, your brain is tired. Uh, And then in addition, uh, we're sitting at that desk all day, or we're sitting in the meeting chair, or whatever it is. That leaves us physically tired because we're not being physically active. So at the end of the day, we're unmotivated. We are lacking any physical or mental energy. We're just pooped. Uh, so we default to watching television as something to do because I I just don't have I just don't have the energy to to clean the garage right now. I just don't have the energy to 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 write a chapter in this book that I'm trying to write. I'm just I am just so tired. I had so many fires I had to put out today. I'm just, I'm exhausted. I'm just gonna watch this show. I'm just gonna watch my, you know, I'm just gonna watch television for the rest of the evening, right? But you do that every single day. It becomes this, it becomes kind of this habit uh, that that we build this routine basically of, we get pooped from working at the office all day. We come home, we watch television as our way of unwinding, as our way of resting, and then we go to sleep and we repeat the process. And I'm not trying to say that our jobs are horrible or that watching TV is horrible, right? Like these two things, you know, whatever. I'm not trying to say quit your job and kill your television. Uh, But I do think that many of us are probably closer to the side of unhealthy work habits, uh, you know, urgency addiction uh, and unhealthy way of of spending excess time uh, in front of the television and kind of just in front of glowing screens in general. Um, I, I think we would, you know, kind of air towards the sides of, of a little too much of that stuff and, and a little too unhealthy work environment potentially. So there's like so much on back here. Um I, I you can't go into it on one podcast. So I mean, there's just so much research, so much information out there. Uh, You know, how to properly rest, how to properly relax, how to exercise. Uh, You know, all the studies, there's so many studies about good and bad effects of television, the glowing screens in general. You know, they say, oh, you shouldn't check your phone for at least an hour before you go to bed because the glowing screen amps up your mind and then your mind can't, you know, properly enter into the REM rest cycle, all this stuff, right? There's a lot out there uh, on both sides of the coin. Uh, So I I don't want to unpack all that. My, my, Aim today is to prove uh, a point that I think most of us would already agree with, and 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 really just to shed a little bit of light on this this idea. And and really, like if I can just get us asking some questions, like, eh, maybe I should change this. Maybe I should consider this. Maybe, maybe what I'm doing isn't the best way, right? Like, what is it? Like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over but expecting to get different results like let's just say maybe i could try something a little bit different than what i'm currently doing and let's see if it, anything changes right like that's it that that that's going to be the point for today's show uh so here it is if tell me if you agree with this you'd like to have more energy you'd like to have a better attitude you'd like to increase your motivation <laughs> who doesn't want that right like who who doesn't want that have you ever heard like the infomercials they're like are you tired when you wake up yes are you hungry when you don't eat for a really long time? Yes. Are you weak because you don't exercise? Yes. Like <laughs> then you need to buy this pill. Or what you know? Like I mean, whatever it is, I, I think it's kind of funny. So you know, I mean, saying hey, do you want to have more energy? better at you. Of course, of course we do, right? Uh, and I think we all want that, right? And so, so the, the it's just a simple challenge, simple idea, you know, a little flashlight. Consider how are we spending our time. Uh, and and can we do it better? That's it, right? Are we resting well? That's that's really like today's. That's that's the topic for today. Are we resting well? Uh, so here's here. You know, I just kind of poked fun at myself. I'm asking these questions legitimately, uh, and I mean them like seriously. I'm I'm honestly asking these because I think these are important. Like, consider: Do you often feel completely drained at the end of the workday? I do. I totally do. I I am I'm, I'm usually very tired. Uh do you rarely have motivation to work on anything that's not urgent or a a crisis? Yes, no, maybe. Do you usually spend your evening watching TV and or scrolling through uh your your social network timelines on your phone? Is that is that a common way that you find yourself spending time in the evening? I think if yes, then uh, something you should consider is if you can learn to rest in a healthier manner. Uh, can the cycle of urgency addiction and can the cycle of you know just vegging out can that be broken? Can it can it be changed? Can you redirect that cycle towards something that's going to help increase, give you a little bit more mental energy, a little bit more physical energy, a little bit more motivation to just. Do more meaningful work, right? Like, just do more meaningful work. I'm. Uh, I, I just announced. On actually, side note. So, just announced this thing called the Focus Course. It's on, on the Power Focus Life uh, email list for the Fight Spot. Uh, and I'm doing a pilot test course for it. And, so I'm, and people are applying, you know, say, I'm interested in taking the focus course, whatever. And one of the questions is, why, are you, why do you want to take the focus course? Uh, and there's a bunch of things, you know, I want to, I want to improve the, the way that I focus and, and I want to get better so that I can, you know, make more money. I want to be a better spouse or a better friend. Uh, you know, I want to uh, tackle these projects. And then one of the answers is, uh, I want to do more meaningful work. And overwhelmingly, that's the number one response so far uh, for the people that have filled out the course uh, is I want to do more meaningful work. And and so, you know, I look at this, I'm going, uh, you know, like we're spending five hours a day watching television. There's no time left to do the meaningful work. Like we're, we're tired from our, our day job uh, or, or at our day job, we're responding to all the urgent issues, uh, you know, constant crisis mode. Uh, so that means we're not getting to the important, meaningful work there. And then we come home and we're spending our free time watching television. And I'm not trying to say to kill your TV, but I am trying to say like anyone who watches an hour of television a day uh, can probably... F- you know, there's not really an excuse to say I, I don't have time to do meaningful work. Is it's that's what I'm trying to get at is can this cycle of urgency di- addiction, the, the vegging out, can we can we throw a little tiny wrench in that and change things? So so here we go. We got our mind, our body, our emotions, right? All these things need rest. They need to recharge, and there's a healthy way to do that. And there's an unhealthy way to do it. There's a, you know, a a basically you could say healthy and unhealthy, or you could say there's a real way to do it, and there's a, you know, there's a fake way. There's a, you know, a fabricated. There's a phony. There's a whatever. Uh, You know, what's the counterfeit? That's the word I was looking for. There's a counterfeit way to rest, and I, I think television is a counterfeit rest, honestly. And so, what can we do? that will recharge our emotions, recharge our our mental, our physical energy. Now, I I, I sound like I'm getting all metaphysical, but this is real stuff. Like, this is just real life, right? We're folks. We're people. We have emotions. We get tired. You know, we get hungry when we don't eat. We get hangry. Like, this is just real stuff, real life, right? So here's this really cool book that I read. It's called mastery by George Leonard uh, and there's this chapter in there on you know getting energy for the journey of mastery and you know I won't unpack the whole book but his his idea is that uh, you know the the journey of mastery is basically it's just his path right that you go on and uh, I'll, I'll use an example uh, I, I studied martial arts for like 12 years uh, I was first degree black belt before I, I quit to go off to college and then end up moving to Kansas City. Um, and there was always this story of like the ninth degree black belt who's at the top of the mountain. He's in his uh, his hut and he's he's up there and he practices his martial arts all day. And And so the young student climbs the mountain to, to meet the, the master black belt martial artist guy. And he's up there and he finds him. And he's, you know, here is the master who's been, you know, world champions and has, you know, led armies or whatever, right? And you expect to get there and he's practicing like his quadruple, triple backflip, uh, you know, one-two punch uh, with, with the dragon look or whatever, right? Whatever it is, right? And he gets up there and the student gets there and the master is just in his normal fighting stance practicing, you know, middle punch right? Like the the first thing, like the first thing you learn when you're a white belt, you learn like, you know, middle punch, right? Like, like that's pretty much it. And the master is like, I think I've finally mastered the middle punch, right? Like you know, 90 years old, he's about to die. He finally masters middle punch. And that's kind of the premise of George Leonard's book, you know, mastery is, is basically delighting in the journey of, of truly becoming a master of something and appreciating you know, going deep in an issue or a subject, you know, relationships or sports or skills and all these areas and and whatever. And so uh, there's this chapter on basically getting energy for the journey of mastery, which is more or less having energy for our day-to-day pursuit of just being men and women of excellence. Uh, So he recommends several ways to kind of keep up your energy level. And it's things like maintaining physical fitness, uh, acknowledging the negative and accentuating the positive, which basically means uh, you're a positive thinker, you're kind to others, but you you're not so positive that you pretend that negative things don't exist you don't just you know whatever there's nothing negative out there you're not you know you're not so positive that you pretend nothing negative even happens so you acknowledge the negative uh he says to tell the truth you know be a person of honesty uh, especially with your emotions and your motives uh, and setting your priorities basically being decisive about what you're going to do because clarity creates energy. And then you just accept your limits to, to find liberation, uh, which is, you know, I love this, you know, the idea of you can do anything you want, you just can't do everything you want, right? So you accept those limits, and then you find liberation in that. Uh, and then another way is to, to make commitments and then take action, uh, which basically just means don't procrastinate a decision. Uh, and when you do make the decision, be bold, follow through with it. Uh, you know, and so there are, uh, these are just, you know, you look at that stuff, right? It's just the meat and potatoes of, of lifestyle practices, right? Like, be a positive person, be honest, follow through with your commitments, have priorities of of what you're going to do, you know, get clarity there, you know, be physically uh, fit, take care of your body, right? Like this is just meat and potatoes. Uh, but it's, it's kind of the opposite of the whole, you know, I'm, I'm at busy work, checking out emails all day, checking Facebook and then come home and sitting and watching television for five hours. That's almost like the opposite of uh these these things that help us to maintain energy right so when we're resting in a healthy manner it recharges us when we're resting in a counterfeit manner it leaves us feeling lethargic it it basically just it doesn't recharge us we're no better off afterwards than we were before and in many cases we're actually worse off so you know this this might sound like the most totally bonkers monumentally difficult task you've ever heard of But what if after a long day of work, you're tired, you're exhausted, you were in meetings all day, you're putting out fires, dealing with the crisis, your crazy boss was interrupting you all day long, you come home, you're exhausted. What if you chose to rest in a way other than turning on the television instead of watching House of Cards on Netflix? What if you decided to do something else after the day, right? And so often when we're on that edge, we're so tired, we're exhausted, our brains are pooped. We're, we're angry at our boss, whatever it is, right? We come home, we need a break, and we think, I need a vacation. We think, I can't wait till Friday. I can't wait till the weekend, right? We're just holding on every day, just getting by, waiting for our chance to finally unwind again. But then the way we unwind is binge watch television shows or you know, just sleep in a whole bunch. Check Twitter incessantly over the weekend, right? Um, so what if instead... What if instead of waiting for that big break, the big vacation, the big time off, the weekend, the evening, whatever it is, what if we just could throw a small little wrench, just a little tiny wrench, just throw a small little wrench into our routine that would snap us out of that draining lifestyle, to to snap us out of the day-to-day draining routine that we're stuck in, right? Here's a couple little ideas that you could do. Read a book for 30 minutes before you allow yourself to watch television so don't even just cut out tv altogether just say you know what you know uh, you know dinner's you know dinner's done the house is clean i finally got the kids to bed i'm gonna read for 30 minutes before i watch tv what if you just did that just just choose i'm just gonna read 30 minutes and then go ahead and watch watch four and a half hours of tv instead of five right like i'm not talking to you I'm, i'm telling giving you advice to tell your friends you know, recommend to them that they just try to watch 30, uh, read 30 minutes before they watch TV, just something little, right? Or take a 10 or 15 minute walk before uh, your lunch break or during your lunch break, right? Uh, when it's date night, if you have a date night with your spouse, uh, instead of watching a movie or going to a movie, what if instead you poured a glass of wine and you just talked about life? Even if you don't even know what to talk about, Google. Questions to ask my spouse, right? Like there are like so many, there's amazing recommendations. You know, what's your favorite color? What was your favorite stuffed animal? Like some of these dorky questions, but even that could just lead off to, to having a meaningful conversation, deepening your relationship with your spouse. So valuable, so helpful uh, you know, or you, you, before you watch TV, uh, write in your day one journal, uh, about you, what you did that day. Or if you're, you're about to check Twitter, you're about to check Facebook instead, open up your day one journal and just write down, here's what I did today. Here's what I accomplished. You know, even just two things, you know, I went to this meeting. It was annoying. I went to this other meeting. It was actually pretty cool. I had lunch with my friend. We talked about, you know, we want to visit Europe someday. There you go, right? Like you did that instead of checking Twitter, uh, or try to come up with five or ten ideas every day, just ideas for how you could rearrange the living room, ideas for how, what you flowers you could plant in the backyard this spring, whatever it may be, right? And and these little tiny things, right? It's just a small little wrench that you can throw into your routine that might just might help snap you out of that draining lifestyle of I'm I'm addicted to urgency at work. And then I veg out in front of the television at home and that's what I do. Ugh, right? Like when when we put it that way, it's like, that doesn't sound very fun at all. That sounds, sounds kind of gross. Right. Uh, so here's this other idea that, you know, kind of taken aside, I'll talk a little bit about the myth of working on the weekends in terms of the myth of you should not work on the weekends. And there was an interesting little Twitter discussion, uh, that I saw the other day and, uh, some people were talking about how, you know, on the weekends they enjoy, you know, working on their side projects or for, you know, people who are self-employed, they enjoy working on their company uh, a little bit on the weekends. <clears throat> and it was, you know, uh, you know, I'm in trouble cause I do this. I hope no one, you know, no one busts me because I'm, I'm wasting my time because I have horrible work-life uh, balance. Well, here's, here's a little secret, uh, I wrote a book called The Lies in the Details, and I mostly wrote it. I wrote a lot of it. I did a lot of research for that when I was on vacation. I was in Breckenridge, Colorado with my wife. We actually left my son Noah with my parents. So he's at the grandparents' house. Ann and I had a few days just to ourselves in Breckenridge, and I spent hours every day reading, researching, writing my book because I like that's thriving, like that's exciting to me, right? So uh, another example, uh, my wife and I in 2011, before, just before we had kids, we had the amazing opportunity, uh, thanks to some friends. Uh, we got to visit Hawaii for like almost two weeks and I spent hours every day writing, journaling, reading, like planning. I was coming up with ideas for my business. I had just taken Shumlock.net full-time. So I was spending time writing while I'm in Hawaii, right? But what's great about this work is is that it's? This is honest, important work, right? It's true. It's it's important work, and it's a way for my mind to rest. It's a way for my my emotions even to to get rest, right? And you do this work; it keeps you sharp because it's not urgent. It's not busy work. It's actually important, and my mind thrives on this stuff. And yours does too, uh, you know. I mean, you go on vacation; uh, you don't stop. You don't stop exercising, right? Like people still go on hikes, they go on runs, they go to the gym when they're on vacation, right? You're staying at a hotel, you go to a hotel, you're you're down in the gym, you're working out in the gym, keeping your body physically fit because otherwise you just get ugh, right? You just get blah, right? And in the same way, uh, you know, this helps keep our minds sharp, our emotions happy and sharp. And consider this, the work that you do when you're on vacation, when is the weekend, when is the evening, when you have that time, you know, there's this, whatever, there's an inspirational poster that you see that says, you know, the work you do when no one's looking should be the work that you do for for the rest of your life, right? I think there's truth to that. But the, the bigger issue that that's pointing to is that the work you're doing when no one's looking is most likely, that's the important work. And yes, it's the work you should be doing for the rest of your life, but not as in quit jobs, but as in get into a work environment and get into a mindset that isn't, uh, rooted and needing urgency and crisis in order to thrive. Uh, so basically the work that we do that invigorates us, that moves us forward in our life goals, like that's the important work and it shouldn't be reserved for evenings and weekends. Uh, it's, it's the issue of breaking the lifestyle that we have an environment that thrives on urgency addiction. Uh, but that's like a topic for like, I mean, that's, that's, that's that's a whole like weekend seminar or something like that urgency addiction. But, uh, Anyways, the idea is that important work that you're doing, try to try to implement it more of that in your day-to-day life, in the work hours, in the actual working hours. Do your important work there. So, in closing, I'm just going to leave you with this: uh, If you're feeling perpetually tired, if you're feeling perpetual uh, a perpetual lack of motivation, uh, perhaps uh, you you don't need more time off. Perhaps that the issue isn't you need to to, to rest more, but to rest better, like. They truly rest in and perhaps the way that you're currently resting. Is a counterfeit rest. So I would challenge you to try something different. Like I said earlier, read a book for thirty minutes before you let yourself watch TV, or sit in silence with your phone for just you know put your I mean put your phone in another room, sit in silence without your phone for you know ten minutes, just ten minutes before you before you watch TV in the evenings, or take fifteen minute walk during your lunch break, or you know when it's date night, pour a glass of wine, ask your your spouse some questions about life, uh, or you know write in your day one journal instead of checking Twitter. Come up with some ideas every day. Just little things. Try it. You know, just a little idea, a little tiny wrench in the system. See, does it change things? Does it begin to help incorporate? Do you feel after that 30 minutes of reading before you watch TV, or you are like, man, this chapter is really good. I'm going to read another one, right? And the next thing you know, you've spent two hours reading instead of five hours watching television. You came up with a bunch of ideas while you were reading. You sit down, you write that blog post you've been wanting to write and boom, like you just did some meaningful work. You feel productive and it was actually like, you feel you've been recharged you've you've recharged yourself your mind your energy it's recharged so much more valuable uh so anyways all that to say don't kill your tv just consider uh you know reading a little bit or something like that i sound like sound like your mother sound like my mother uh i love my mom all right i hope you guys have a great weekend i will talk to you uh next week have a good one god bless